Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, a show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Clay. And I'm Helen. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome. It's our first time having y'all on. Uh, how, how does it feel? Glad to be here. It's great. It's very cozy. It's very cozy. Super cozy. We're uh, recording in the style of like old-timey uh, record label people because we only have one microphone, but that's okay. So we're all close and comfortable. We're all just really... And I don't think we're that, all friends here. And I don't think this can really effectively be communicated across the audio medium how close I am to all of these people. I could like move my head just slightly and hit three heads. I would have never guessed. I don't think so. Or no. turn your head and you, you make a kiss. There he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um we all uh we all came together today to watch a a really special episode of Ghost Adventures. Very it was special. so good. Very this, special. This is the third season special. episode. Uh, the Rolling Hills Asylum, mm-hmm. uh, which is in Bethany, New York, which is a place I had never heard of until just now. Um, and the so this asylum is okay. Asylum is kind of a weird word for it because I don't think at any point they ever really mentioned that it was specifically an insane asylum. It just seemed like a place for people. Zach described it as a place uh, for the homeless, drunkards. And orphans and the poor. The rejects of old timey society. It was built in the 1820s, and apparently there were many deaths with many unmarked graves. Um, Oh, and the number, by the way, of unmarked uh, 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 graves is like wildly fluctuating throughout this episode. Yes. There are some confirmed deaths, which we can talk about in a little bit. Uh, Well, okay. There were some confirmed deaths. uh, documented, there were about 1,200, and about 200 died when it later became a nursing home. This place later was converted into a nursing home. And then a TB ward, but they never, ever go back to that. Yeah. They mentioned it, like, once. <laughs> I forgot about the TB ward. You could forget about it quite easily. Now, then Zach is, is talking to one of the, the workers there. And by the way, this place has a website, and you can you can go on all sorts of tours. You can go on ghost tours. Mm which should be a red flag. I feel like that is the mark of credibility. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is if the place is actually making money on the fact that there are ghosts here, then of course there's really actually ghosts here for sure. No conflict of interest at all. Oh, of course not. (laughs) There's this scene that I love where uh, Zach's looking at some of the actual documentation of all these deaths. Oh, is that like death count scene? Yes, and they're in these like, Plastic, what are mm. they called? The little sheets. You sheets, put them in the yeah. in your binders. Right, yeah. So there's like a sheath of um of confirmed uh deaths. We go through all these categories. We go through Is all it, these categories yeah. and he and, sets them out one at a time. And Zach Hall has all this like actual documentation. And then he pulls out two empty sheaths and he's like, and this is a document that represents all the possible murders and suicides. 
that were undocumented. And then he puts it down and then he grabs another one. And he's like, and this one represents all the undocumented deaths and puts it down. So he's like, he's like adding to the death toll without any extra documentation. But it's just really funny. It's five stacks of paper. <laughs> and no. What was Three it? stacks. Three stacks and two empty Three things. Three stacks yeah. and two empty things. <laughs> and he had to point out the metaphor in case anyone had missed it. Yeah. Um, it's clear because we don't know. It's undocumented. Right? <laughs> Some of them had funky energy. There oh, yes. was the list of children being sold. I, I love that oh, part right. because he's clarifying that this is not death, but just some really funky energy, and that's a direct quote. Right. Is that a technical term? Because I wrote that one down, mm. too. Mm. Graves without tombstones. Funky energy there. There was, um, they went down a list of, like, some some famous people, well, not famous people, but people. <laughs> Elvis died here. Elvis died here. Um, they, they went through some people that used to live at this place um, that had, like, reputations. There was Roy, who was. Um, he was affected by gigantism. Um, a word that Zach Bagans does not pronounce correctly one time in this episode. Um, he was dropped off by his dad, who was a banker. Cool dad. Really cool dad. <laughs> um, then there was a pedophile, uh, Raymond. Oh, but we didn't have any uh, fact form information on that. No, she no, just no. mentioned there were allegations. Yeah. And and the thing is that there's always this ghost that's like there's always a handsy ghost that is not corroborated by any actual evidence. Uh... You know what I mean? Like this is there's always the rumored ghost that likes to touch and grab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that must be hard for the ghost though, right? Yeah, he's just mm. trying to live. Right? Well, not live. Now, I'm surprised mm. we didn't have a, a little girl ghost in a white dress who likes to play ball. Right. No, we did have old lady ghosts, though. Mm. Yes, screamers. Episode. Screaming old ladies. And yeah. children, maybe, demon ghosts. What if and they the were just having fantastic person. sex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Get out, Zach. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That wow. puts a whole new perspective yep. on it. Um, we also hear that there are ley lines here under this place, uh, and because of an electric grid that's oh, nearby. Mm. But I think now what here... exactly are ley lines? Kind of break that down for me so real it, quickly. It's... I have right now. I have my ideas <laughs> of a ley line. So so the whole thing about ley lines is like kind of mixed up in legends about like fairies and right. that kind of okay. thing. Yeah, that's that what I think. They're supposed to be like underground channels through which energy flows. Okay. And by oh, energy, goodness. do we mean like magic? No, it's like, like it can be. Yes, actually. It's like the life stream. Okay, I have, basically. A, de- I have gotcha. a Wikipedia definition, which by the way, Wikipedia is never a good source, but <laughs> it'll do for now. Ley lines are apparent alignments of landforms placed places of ancient religious significance or culture, often including man-made structures. They are ancient straight paths or routes in the landscape, which are believed to have spiritual significance. How does that relate to electric grids? It um, doesn't <laughs> at all, really. Like, she didn't expand on that. Like, are there, I don't know. Like... And in fact, really, you would you would kind of assume that, that it's like an opposite kind of deal, because that's the whole, like, nature, power, fairy world kind of shit, is that it's, right. like, antithetical to human existence. So this yeah. isn't even an accurate 
totally bizarre claim. Oh, you can here. spin this quite easily. You go the route of, in the past, people were closer with nature and spirits, and mm. therefore things were more uh, at peace, things were more in <laughs> harmony, but suddenly all this modern technology, electricity, it's driving, Science. it's driving the ghosts nuts, and that's why you need the ghost hunters. That's why you, that's why you call in Zach and the boys, the Ghost Adventures crew, mm-hmm. to deal with these rowdy spirits. Yep. And keep in mind, because we have a grid line right next door with electricity... Your EMF detector is probably going to get wonky. And, Clay, you brought this up uh, before our technical difficulties, but didn't you mention that there was some, like, literal ghost food? That's correct. She said there was a generator outside that seemed to draw the ghosts in, uh, some kind of energy. It was like a ghost food source, she described it. So, <laughs> so ghosts that's what do ghosts eat. eat. Yummy electricity. Uh, we also meet a guy named Jeff, uh, who is credited as an eyewitness, and he talks about this ball that he apparently left oh, there all yeah. night and it didn't move, and then he heard a scream, and now he believes in ghosts. And but Zach he's a lo- real skeptic. Oh, yes. Real skeptic <laughs> now believes in ghosts. I really liked the shirt on Jeff. It was a really bright red. It looked very new. Yeah. Um, I think it signaled that this was a special moment for Jeff, that he went out and got this new shirt. He turned a corner. He's, I gonna, can respect that. I'm going to be on TV. TV. Yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. Well, usually when they have, like, um, when they when they meet with other ghost hunters at the uh-huh. end of the investigation, usually, and I'm surprised that they didn't on this, this episode, they'll usually have, like, their own... Um, team like ghost hunting team T-shirt with their their brand their logo oh, on it, and it's no. usually like just right out of the box. Like you can still see the the, the fold it's, creases. It's crispy looking. It's That's crispy. Fun. Yeah. yeah. This is like a repeating pattern. Um, this, this is also where Zach jokes about needing adult diapers for this lockdown because of the screaming noises. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, um, oh so... shit. This is like <laughs> solid gold, what's coming up. Okay, so they're they're going down to a place that's called the Christmas Room. And it's oh. called the Christmas Room because it's got Christmas decorations all over the place. And it was Ugh, like... You gotta you got stop. It's too spooky it was, for me. It was for the kids, right, guys? Yeah, sure. it was for the, the kids. The child ghosts. Okay, so there's a very strange sequence of video that we see in transition <laughs> to this Christmas Room. How, how would you describe the walk that Zach is doing? It is like a sexy stripper dance like major butt wiggles major butt wiggles and it's like little blips of it going from zach to the christmas room zach was it the christmas room yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it was highly disturbing yeah and then he then the last shot of him we see him turn to the christmas room and he makes all these like weird howly noises he goes ah like that and pretends to open a door i I interpreted that as bird noises more of like a soaring (laughs) as he walked he's walking on air and then and when he's (laughs) and then he enters i think the actual room and he does this like ah 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 kind of noise very performatively scared yeah i don't know what the purpose of it was um i think it was something like zach hates christmas Something like dolls, dolls, Christmas toys, something very spooky about that for him. Something. He said, make fun of me if you want. Yeah. (laughs) Directly to the camera. He does a lot of this, like, direct to the camera talk. Yeah. I wonder if there's he not. Knows. It's, I feel like I feel like if you started tugging those on those knots in Zach's psyche, I mean, you would uh-huh. uncover a whole lot of shit. Yeah. Or maybe he'd just unravel like a sweater. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then we we see we meet Bruce Willis, or I'm sorry, it's it's a guy named Dave, Dave. but he looks exactly like Bruce very Willis. much so. Um, and he's just a dude that. Is telling them about like all the ghost stuff in in the in the place. And apparently, um, he will be joining us for the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Is what we learn. 
Did um, we ever see him in the lockdown? Yes, we, yes, did. we did. Extremely I briefly. I forgot all about him. Yeah. <laughs> He's extremely forgettable. Then we uh, we hear from Mar- Marlena that she's done some um, uh, testing for ghosts with glow sticks. Mm. Um, and we hear about uh, these different shadow figures that seem to appear uh, w- around the building. Zach uh, kind of connects this and says that it would be cool if the ghosts also liked techno music and that they should all have a ghost rave. And believe it or not, we will come back to this. Oh my gosh, yeah, they totally, yeah. <laughs> when when they're talking about uh, Roy, the 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 very tall man who used to live there. Okay. <laughs> Is this where we get the photo? It's mentioned that he likes opera music and that maybe if, if they play some music right. while they're on their lockdown, that that will bring him uh, forward into the present world. And uh, Aaron does a little uh, singing thing. And Zach, trying to be cool, says, do it again and I will hit you. Right. Aaron looked kind of hurt, too. I was like, aww. <laughs> <laughs> he us- he's used to all the good-natured ribbing, but this one really cut deep. Yeah. Yeah. Then we hear about a nurse that used to Ooh. work there named Emmy. Evil <laughs> oh, Emmy. God. And apparently she did black magic. Uh, she also apparently was abusive, which is not cool. Um, but apparently she belonged to a coven that still exists today and broke in a while ago and did some satanic rituals. Performed, quote, some type of ritual. There were feathers on the walls and candles. Massage Mm. parlor. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We hear about, uh, so Raymond, the creeper ghost, apparently he likes to touch men. And then Zach gets really uncomfortable and he says, oh, we'll have to put Aaron in there. Because, of course, whenever Zach feels the gay, he has to put other men in his place so he doesn't have to catch it. Can we talk about this photo of Roy that is repeatedly shown to us? Yeah. So Roy is the is the is the man who supposedly suffered from gigantism. And there is this photo that has been taken by the people that work at this place that is supposed to show the figure of Roy. It's nothing. (laughs) It's just nothing. It doesn't look like anything. And Zach goes through this whole bit where he's explaining what each part of the photograph is supposed to be, and it actually makes it more confusing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. he's standing right next to it trying to model the the shape that the figure is in, and you're just thinking, like, what is happening? What could I... You're making it less clear by putting these labels on it, actually. So in preparation for the lockdown, <laughs> they feel like they need to, well, at first they're saying that they need to get some adrenaline, but then Zach's like, we need to feel at peace. Oh my God, And yeah. so they decide to go to Niagara Falls on this this boat. I call it Boat Adventures. Yeah. And, uh, and the Boat Adventures crew? Yes. Yeah, it's this high, rapid, uh, actually it looks like a it lot of look fun. Like fun. Uh, and they're they're having a lot of fun, which is nice to see. It looks like a terrible place to bring a camera, though. Yeah. Uh, because Aaron's actually breaks. <laughs> yeah. And then they get all the people on the boat to say Ghost Adventures, which I'm sure made Zach feel very good. Yeah, oh, made yeah. him feel powerful. Uh, and then also, right before the lockdown, Zach has to make a potty joke and walk into a porter potty. Literally, okay, while someone is talking to him, while someone is like mid conversation with him, he just turns to go walk into the porta potty. And I noticed this and I thought, like, I've seen this before. The amount of times that Zach just abandons conversations oh, yeah. he's in, oh, yeah. in this episode is like untenable. It's way more than usual. 
So we enter the lockdown. Mm, lockdown. And one of the first things that happens is they hear a squeaking noise. I just couldn't help but think of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when the great grandmother's like there and she's like, I hear a squeaky noise. It's like a squirrel on a Christmas tree. Okay. Yes. Now, yeah. This yeah. squeaking noise is very metallic and could be anything in this building. <laughs> it could be absolutely anything. We we learn later on that some of the doors are rather loose on their hinges. There's wheelchairs. The building is probably not on level ground. Well, now, now, Max. Isn't life just a little bit more fun when the squeaking <laughs> is a ghost as yeah. opposed to the wind? You got me there. Uh, and they hear they hear this, and Zach immediately jumps to wheelchair. <gasps> There's a wheelchair right there. Oh, my so, God. Oh, my gosh. They um, hear footsteps. They take infrared photos. So that's gonna that's important. So that Zach's got his infrared camera mm-hmm. out, and he's taking yep. pictures. Um, they get this EVP, and I have it written down that the EVP sounds like Tim the Toolman Taylor. Because <laughs> they replay the EVP, and it's just like... Rum, rum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so these photos. These photos. These photos. If I were to like try, I'm a, I'm not very good at at 3D art sculpting, but if I were to try and <laughs> use some Play-Doh to mold like a figure of a human body, it's probably what these figures look like. <laughs> the most rudimentary <laughs> illustration of a human body you can pot. They look like Flat Stanley to me. They look they like, like Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> Spooky Stretch Armstrongs, Scare Armstrongs. <gasps> oh. So they get two of these. And yeah, they, they look figure-like, but... That counts. That counts. That's proof of ghosts. Yeah. They end up going to the organ room. Why yeah. is it called the organ room? Because there's, there's a very small organ in it. Okay. okay. How small? It's quite small. It's like It looks like an electric piano. Oh, okay. Like. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like... It's not like a pipe organ or anything. It's like it just looks like a, a keyboard. But I don't it's know not why. like. Uh, it's not an organ. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a small keyboard. <laughs> but it's not like an organ for. Like in the body, like in your body, organs. No, I feel like that's the only reason they called it that, just because they could say the organ room. Then it sounds creepy. <laughs> it does sound extremely creepy. Like if you told me you were going to the organ room, I'd be like, wow. Yeah, but the Gross. piano room, that doesn't have the same threat. The small so, keyboard room. Therefore, the small, small electric <laughs> piano. The, the harpsichord room. Nope, doesn't do it. This is where Zach, the, there's this bed in this room that supposedly somebody died in. Oh, boy. And Zach lays down in it. And, we and, get, and then he caught bed bugs. I love. We don't, we don't know, but probably. I love the shots. Anytime there's a shot. We don't have shot, that in fact form. Right. Anytime you see Zach laying down with the EVP recorder in one hand, Looking like like with his head coming up. These are my favorite shots in this whole show. And his legs apart. He always looks so dumb. And what he says is, I'm laying down in this bed. Won't you come join me and jump up in this bed and cuddle up with me? If you're a female. <laughs> they even cut the creepy music for him to say that so you can really hear it. Yeah, he was like really proud of sexually harassing the ghosts. <laughs> Those are his proudest moments. Whenever he lays in a bed by himself, he always does this. He wants a female ghost to fuck him. And that's then, like his fantasy, isn't it? This is oh, what sure. he's in this oh, business absolutely. for. Yeah. Then Aaron starts saying he's feeling really uncomfortable. He's starting to feel sick, and you just feel bad for the guy. It's just right. douche chills, my man. By the way, I just want to say um, there was a previous episode that we did where he did this again. He laid down in the bed, and I think there was like a succubus of some sort mm. um and i didn't notice this the first time i watched it but i watched this scene again um 
and it looks like he has a small boner. <laughs> if you look from the, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, one of those X cams that's shooting from the side of him in the bed, and it looks like he's got a small boner. Unexplained pants tent phenomenon. Yeah, either small boner or his pants just buckle up really weird. Or well, there's a ghost in his pants. You're gonna have to process this image and bring it up. <laughs> Real big. Yeah. Study it. Frame for... by frame let's, analysis. Let's take it to an expert in Estes Park, yep. Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where we hear the scream for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did some research on uh, the wildlife of northern upstate New York. Not only are there barn owls, there are there is also the eastern screech owl in this area. And I don't know if you all have ever have you have you guys ever heard this animal before? No. Yes. Are you going to cut it in? We, we yeah, let's, let's sure. I'll cut it in. Okay. Here here's what it sounds like. And uh coincidentally, that's also exactly what the scream noise that these boys heard sounds like. Oh wow. Oh wow. Well, what a quest. It's, it's almost like they don't do any research about well, Here's the thing though, like if you didn't know about this bird and and you weren't inclined, you were already inclined to believe ghosts exist. I could understand cuz right. it's a scary sounding animal. But it's... this just blows the top off the whole thing. We got ghost owls now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are spectral birds yeah. in this location. Yes. Uh this is also where they kind of they they kind of split up here if I'm if I'm not wrong. Um Oh, yeah. Uh, Aaron catches that slamming door. Yeah. So Which this, you this do actually spooky. see, and it is spooky. We see this, the door move by itself. Um, and, of course, because this is scary to Zach, which, and I, I just want to say, he calls out that this is the only time they've ever caught something like this on film, which is really funny to me because it's the third season of this television yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like an unbelievable cell phone that he doesn't really uh, process. And, of course, Zach forces Aaron in. He's like, go in there. Get and in then there. Aaron's like... Nothing but a room and a door, man. <laughs> and then they like evaluate the window to see if there are any holes. But if you look really carefully when they they shoot towards the 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 window, it looks like there's cracks in the window. It's in bad shape. Yeah. Um, and and of course this this is just a really old ass building. Like it doesn't have to be this window in particular that's broken for the air just the air currents in here to do stuff like that. This is when they whip out the EMF and temp device Hell that yes. they have. And this has happened before, which I can't help but wonder if it's if it's rigged. Um, but their temperature readings keep saying six six point six, and they're like, "Oh, God. the devil! He's here!" Like ghosts have very precise temperature control abilities. That's <laughs> right. amazing. Right. They can affect it down to the tenth of a degree. <laughs> um, and then, and- like Zach is trying to test out to see like the door, like if it'll swing shut on its own, and trying to get the ghost to make it slam shut again. He even puts his head in the the doorway, and he's like, "You know, do something, ghost. It's a heavy door. You can slam it on my head." And all the ghosts are like, God, I wish. That would have been a really awkward end of the episode, though. Like, (laughs) that was the end of him. Seriously, I want every episode of Ghost Adventures to end with a real ghost showing up and killing them. I think that would be so funny. I wanted to see the door actually slam on his head. Yes. And then he dies. No, I don't want him to die. I don't. Yeah, I should clarify. I don't, like, wish death upon these boys. I just think the show would be so great if it was about three dumbasses who got killed by ghosts every episode, and then the next episode started and it was normal and everything <laughs> right. was fine. Yes. Did you guys ever watch that old show, Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yes. Oh, yeah. I would really like it for one of those, like, temple guards yes. to just run out, <laughs> grab them. <laughs> <laughs> and Olmec is like, bring them to me, and he just eats the children. <laughs> 
I was so scared of that big fucking head. He's terrified. He is terrified. He's very scared. I think they're making a movie, guys. They are. I don't have faith in the film industry anymore. You got this film industry. I believe in you. Now that I think about it, that show was really fucking creepy because it was just these strange men in costumes, like appropriated (laughs) native costumes, grabbing children and taking them with them. Yeah, that's got some worrying implications. (laughs) Right. Uh, speaking of worrying implications, Zach asks the ghost, is, when he sees the 66.6 degrees, he says, this your sign? What's your sign? <laughs> I mean, clearly he's trying to say, like, this is the, the mark of the beast, is this your sign? But come on. It's, right, yeah. Uh, he, he also feels the need to, like, def- rigorously defend the fact that he's getting emotional about this, which is something that happens quite a lot in these early seasons where he's yes. like, of course we're getting emotional. This is why we do this. That's why I'm getting this excited. Like, I... Are you getting... Zach's been reading the YouTube comments That's again. what I was thinking. Yeah, he's so defensive about it. So Bruce Willis comes back. It's Dave time. Uh, and... Dave... Okay, so they mentioned that Dave has brought with him a specialized piece of equipment. And in my head, I was envisioning like a full VR setup <laughs> oh, with like big saying... chunky wires hanging off of him. That's what I really wanted. But he just brought a radio with him. Okay. This is like, <laughs> this is like an even more primitive version of the spirit box. It it's really like, is. It's this the spirit box, but even worse somehow. It sounds like he's literally going through radio stations. Like, it sounds like you're listening to music almost. He just has, like, a dial that he's constantly spinning on it. <laughs> uh, oh, and he says that he sees a face over Nick's shoulder. But um, they lot didn't have the footage. Conveniently, yeah. no footage mm-hmm. of this. Uh, they record an EVP that has a cuss in it, and it's so unclear that they don't even censor it. They just put, they just write a blank on the screen. And I have no idea what cuss it was supposed to be. Insert your favorite. <laughs> uh, everyone at this point is like, they seem to be specifically on the hunt for Roy, and they're all being like threateningly nice to him. Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna hurt you. We don't reject you. Everyone else rejects you, but we don't. Show us. Is he supposed to be like a really dumb child? I don't understand why they talk to him in this way. No, either. <laughs> uh, they just, in general, they get a, a lot of not really EVPs. Okay, all of mm. the EVPs in this episode are so, so shitty. Bad. They're so bad. Um, then they whip out the laser show. Oh my god. So yes, this is the ghost yes. rave I said we were going to come back to. <laughs> Zach Bagans brings out a laser grid and a fog machine and uses this to test for ghosts. And what ends up happening is that a little bit of fog billows, and this is used as hard evidence for an energy burst that that indicates the presence of a spirit. And couldn't it all just be turbulence in air? In this drafty-ass fucking building. Air air would never move in a building like this. It's absolutely (laughs) foolproof, our plan here. And they didn't even play any techno music. They did, no. and he was very oh. excited about that. What's his face had his fucking little radio? He could have just turned it on. <laughs> turn, it, turn it to the upstate New York rave channel, twenty four seven techno. One, yeah. Uh, this is also where his makeshift fake spirit box threatens to kill Zach. Says that Nick has a nice voice. It's very like wildly vacillating moods on this ghost that they've tapped into. Mm-hmm. And you actually can hear like the music playing in the background from the songs. You can. <laughs> um, and then they, they end up going to try and catch Raymond, the apparent child molester. Um, and they go into the, the, the hallway where I guess he <laughs> lived or something. Um, and, and Zach says something really like not okay. 
he he says to Raymond, well, first off, he's sending Aaron down the hallway, and he says to Raymond, I hear you like to do bad things to girls. Well, I'm sending you down another something. Like, what the fuck? Zach, Aaron is, like, so often the, the butt of Zach's jokes that... It's not funny. It's, it gets to a point in this episode where it's like, what's going on? Are you guys okay with each other? Yeah. Like, because usually he's the butt of, like, a couple of jokes per episode, but it's constant in this one. It kind of feels like, you know, oh, man, I'm trying to think of a movie. He's like, okay, so, you know, like, some nerd groups will have a nerd leader who tries to bully the other nerds in their new nerd The group. alpha nerd. Yeah. The alpha nerd. <laughs> yeah, That's wow. what Zach is. And he's rude and not okay. Can I say that Aaron is kind of in in that it, putting it in that context? Aaron is kind of like the Donnie from the Big Lebowski of this group, mm-hmm. in that everyone's just really shitty he, to him, and there yeah. yeah. doesn't seem to be any reason for him to stick around. Yeah. Aaron, if you're out there, we'll be I'm your sorry. Friend. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Come on, our come show. on the pod. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Aaron kicked up some controversy. Did y'all have y'all heard about this? No. Apparently there was some controversy a couple of years back where Aaron went on a radio show and was talking about how Travel Channel asked them to like exaggerate a whole bunch for oh, Ghost yeah, Adventures. Yeah. yeah. So he's a controversial figure. Uh this is where they, they do indeed I split it was up. Nick. No, it was Aaron actually. Really? So both of them have gone on record saying that it's Zach is like the only member of the Ghost Adventures crew who has stuck to his guns for the entire run of the series. That's dedication, folks. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like in his contract that he can't say that ghosts are fake. <laughs> Travel Channel made him sign a contract that says, I believe in ghosts, Zach Bagans. So then Aaron runs into some cobwebs. Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. And they catch an EVP at the same time that says, I just slapped you bitches, which you can't you hear, can't hear that. at all. But uh, Zach like thinks that, oh, are, is, does that, was, were the cobwebs actually the ghost slapping Aaron in the face? Ghost slaps. Every time you walk through a cobweb, ghost slaps. I'm just picturing oh. a ghost right in front of Aaron going, slap, 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 Gently, just very like gently. Like our cat. I wish he was, slap, 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 slap. And what's really funny about this moment to me is that Aaron hits the cobwebs and Zach goes, oh gosh, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was his fault. Leave Aaron alone. (laughs) Free Aaron. That's my new campaign. Oh God. Hashtag free Aaron. Save Aaron. Uh, Also, Nick has set up like a little seance in the. This is when they separate. Yeah. Yeah. This is where they split up. Nick separates, creates a little seance in the organ room. Just sitting there, spread leg. With candles around him. Candles. Okay. Uh, fall over and set the place on fire. One of the candles is between his legs, which is a very, very gutsy move, I feel like. Yes, yeah. And he, this is where he gets the second screech owl of the night. <laughs> and it is so scary to him that it like literally paralyzes him with fear for a moment. He can't react until several seconds have passed, which is pretty real. If you're in a place that has screech owls. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets more of these just god-awful EVPs that are so unintelligible. Blow out the candles, ghost. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I've got weak ghost magic. <laughs> I didn't get to that part in the training course yet. <laughs> Put all my skill points in very careful temperature control. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we go to Aaron. He's in the Christmas room, and he's like, I know you got all these Christmas decorations and, you know, all this stuff, but it's not Christmas. 
Wow, showed them. That's just so mean. That's supposed to be where they keep all That's the children going. That's how you ghosts. piss off a lot of ghosts. <laughs> well, I think what he's going for here is because he kind of explains that sometimes demons pretend to be children in order to lure you into a false sense of security, which right. is such a like elaborate thing it for is. these spirits to be doing that it's like, where are you getting this information? He says it right to the camera, just like he's dropping the most common knowledge, too. I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> oh, Demons yeah, that can masquerade as children. Yeah. Uh, and then Zach gets the Class A EVP of this episode. He calls it out as a Class A EVP. I don't even remember what it was supposed to be. It was so stupid. I wrote it down. Okay, what was it? It says, I claim everything here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and he's just reaching so far with every single one of these. Uh, but thankfully, mercifully, that's the last thing that happens during the lockdown. Oh, Nick gets one last um, one last EVP from Emmy, Nurse Emmy, making her only appearance in this lockdown, where she says, go get him, basically. And they <laughs> interpret that to mean that like she's telling all the ghosts that Nick is like, it's open season on Nick, so go get him, or whatever, and then nothing happens. I love when they get to about six in the morning because the boys are so out of it by this time <laughs> that like you can see it in their eyes that they don't even know what they're saying or doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they we we get to talk to an expert in this episode in a totally different on the other side of the fucking country in Estes Park, Colorado, where we've been. Yeah. Lovely place. Yeah. Uh, this woman named Kimberly who runs a pl- a business called uh, like scientific. Paradigm. Paradigm. Yeah. Scientific paradigm. Okay. If science is in the name, it's not science. That's a great rule of thumb. Uh, because this is very not scientific, this analysis that she gives. So they show her the photo of Raymond. No, sorry, Roy. Sorry, Roy. Mm, Plato um, man. They show the photo of Roy. <laughs> the the initial photo that, w- that Zach went to all the trouble of labeling. And then she just gives it her own labels that are completely different from the labels that Zach gave it. And Zach is like nodding along like, yes, oh, yeah. very much so. And then he shows her the flat Stanley photos that he caught. The Plato Man. The Plato Man, Flat Stanley, and she's like, "Well, yeah, this is clearly a man looking at the camera." And she just keeps pointing out his his high cheekbones and his leg. He's walking forward because his knees uh, are bent. Smart. There are and no she facial sees features. Cheekbones. <laughs> she's making she's making this up. You can't see cheekbones at all. And then they do this really painful thing. Uh, where Zach is like, why don't you get a picture of me next to my picture? And they both lean in and smile, and there's like a fake camera flash effect. And he makes like the cheesiest smile I've ever seen. And she tries, you know, bless her heart, she tries to play along with this. The The things that, that these guys do to like get people to play along with their fantasy is like unimaginable to me what it's like to be in that room. The waves of, of embarrassment that must be emanating from this that's being filmed. Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about at all? What? The next level reenactments in this episode. Oh, yes. Where, like, they got some guy to, like, sit in a chair and pull his hair out in different Screaming directions. Screaming at a window. Um, yeah. One that was I, metal, man. One that ah! I, there's one that I cannot believe I didn't write down, uh, and I just remembered it. They show a man pick a fly up off a window and, eat and it. fucking eat it. Yeah. What the hell? Do it that. must have been a fake fly. Oh, it was no. The I think the eating was fake. He was kind of going munch, oh, okay. munch. Oh, that's okay. even better. Yeah, it was. <laughs> they couldn't pay this guy enough to actually put it in his mouth. No, let's be honest. And it was not a member of the Ghost Adventures crew because this person had very long hair. 
And beard, bearded and a gentleman. Beard. So they found someone and tricked him into being in this? <laughs> Convinced him? Told I don't know. Be on TV. So that's, uh, that's the uh, Rolling Hills Asylum. What was your favorite part, guys? Mm, I really liked the reenactment of the wood flying down the hallway. Yes. It's just a dark hallway and a white piece of wood goes flying down it. How many takes do you think they had to do uh, to not get Aaron's hand throwing the wood in that shot? <laughs> they might have just edited it out. Can they do that? Do they have that budget? <laughs> I really liked how much Zach seemed to want to fight Ray down in that hallway. It was like, you touching me? I'm not afraid of you, Ray. I have hands on my chest. That's one of the things he says. He's pushing on me. And I can't breathe, yeah. Uh, how about you, Cassie? Um, I liked Zach's little hallway dance and yes. weird noises. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, so this was a good episode of Ghost Adventures, I thought. Uh, much better mm -hmm. than the extremely boring USS Hornet episode. So do watch this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do. Do watch this one. Um, gosh, is there anything else to really say about this? Not, um, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything either. Uh, but So the only thing I can really think of to say is thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming with us on this journey. Thanks to Clay and Helen for showing up. It was a pleasure. That Such was a good adventure, one. Adventure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, they don't call it Ghost Adventures for nothing, you know. Um, I'd like to say thanks to all of you folks who have been giving us ratings on Apple Podcasts. I checked it, and there were like 22, which is unbelievable to me that that many people actually did the thing to click on us. Thank and it's you. still above four stars, which is like apparently we're doing good. Apparently you like this, so thanks. do you want more? Here's more, I guess. If you want it. Um, and of course, we'll include the tip jar link if you want to make uh, any other kind of support. But the number one way to show your support is, of course, to just tell your friends about this cool podcast that you found. And especially if your friends have never seen Ghost Adventures, it's yeah. just the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. That's it. Like us on Facebook. And don't forget to support your state and national parks. But so, don't ask the rangers about ghosts. They don't get paid enough for that. <laughs> they don't get paid enough, period, frankly. Um, thanks for coming with us on this journey. I know I say it a million times, but I can't say it enough. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. <laughs> We're supposed oh to my go god, to save I forgot order. my name. Oh no, it's the. I'm Clay, and I'm Helen. And you just heard a class A EVP. <laughs> <laughs>